Many of us, when starting our businesses, are juggling our full-time jobs alongside all of the things that come with entrepreneurship. And nothing was different for me. I built my businesses burning the midnight oil while working a full-time corporate job. And I was able to put him on notice in October of 2022. And today I'm going to tell you the one thing that made all the difference and paved the way for me to become a full-time entrepreneur and leave corporate in the rearview mirror. This is the School of Marketing for Digital Entrepreneurs. My name is Megan Ward, creator of the Pop-Up Podcast and founder of the Email Template Shop. I believe that running a profitable digital business does not require subscribing to the hustle culture in order to make a comfortable living and find freedom in the things that you love most. If you dream of having a digital business without the constant late night work sessions, then you're in the right place so you can find simple strategies to set you apart in your industry with real actionable steps for this digital marketing world so that you can grow and build your business. The only question is, are you ready? If so, welcome to the School of Marketing podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of the School of Marketing podcast with Megan Ward. It has been a long time coming and here we are finally. So for over 10 years, I worked in corporate for a major insurance carrier here in the United States. And like most corporate offices, there were those cubicles as far as the eye could see. I like to call it the cube farm. Anyone listening that worked with me, you know. And anybody that's ever worked in a massive corporate office, you know that the title of Cube Farm, like it, it just fits perfectly. They could plant or harvest new cubes at a moment's notice for growth or rearrangement of office sections. But inside that Cube Farm, I had many great friends and I still call them family. And also inside that Cube Farm sit many unhappy people stuck on that hamster wheel of being graded on detailed metrics for their performance in their next raise. These are metrics that often can be broken down from monthly to weekly to daily and even hourly, like looking at how much work that employee is churning out. I know I had to do reports for this that literally broke down to the hour how much work someone was doing. And while they say it is also about the quality of work, I'm going to sit here right now and tell you I saw the other side of it. And someone with stellar quality but average metrics is not going to be rewarded as greatly as someone with mediocre quality and stellar metrics, meaning the people who were churning out a whole lot of work and just doing a halfway job at it. Now, I saw it with my own eyes during the last few years I was there because I really got to see the behind the scenes of performance reviews and leadership meetings. And what happens? What happens to the employees at this point? Stress, anxiety, unhappiness, these environments create stressed people because it makes us want to work our fingers to the bone to make those numbers so that we can get those raises. But what also comes along with those metrics and numbers? It's also the issue of time off. So when a company as a whole says that a team can only have 10% out of office on any given day, and they only have nine people on the team. Well, even if you don't like math, you know that that math ain't mathin'. 
Now, obviously, they don't give someone a portion of a day off that would really be over the top, but it is incredibly difficult for a person to take their hard-earned time off on the day or the days that they actually want. In a two-week vacation, you better know someone or be married to someone in management because it's not happening. So why do people stay? Why do we get stuck in this unhappiness? And it's because of the money, because of the health insurance, because of the responsibility of taking care of our families. I stayed for as long as I did because of the health insurance for my own family. But I knew that I absolutely despised the fact that I had to ask permission to be off work to chaperone a kid's field trip, or I had to put in a request to go to the doctor for an annual checkup. And not to mention dealing with passive aggressive management who would say, hmm, can you just make that time up later for that work output so they could avoid going over that 10% rule, you see? Now, I could get on a complete tangent at this point about how a lot of times it's not your direct supervisor, but instead the entire toxic corporate culture that stems from the top and the greedy. But to my point of being an adult and having to ask permission to be off work, I was like, no, no more. So I created and designed a business that fits into my life and into my family and a business that works for me. And it truly is all from my email list growth. Definitely not from my Instagram growth. Sorry, Zuckerberg and Meta. You're just not doing it for me. I'll get on that Insta soapbox in another episode. And not that I don't love hanging out on the gram, but it's, that's not where my money is made. I'm not, nor I desire to be, an influencer. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just not for me. I'm the email girl. And while this podcast is going to go over all aspects of marketing, you're going to learn how your email and your email list is the root of all your digital marketing. So my email list that I grew by 78% in less than one month back in 2021 now makes money when I hit send. Sometimes it's $10. Sometimes it's several thousand dollars, but it truly works for me because I've spent time engaging with my audience, learning what they want, what they need, and I'm putting content in front of them that they actually want to read and see. And I've built a list of well-connected subscribers. So here's a fun fact for you. In early 2022, I participated in a summit with people that had much larger lists than mine. And yet, I had more clicks and more signups to that summit than people with lists 13 times the size of mine. Building a list with a well-connected audience moves the needle so much further in your business than just building it to have that big subscriber count. Not that that big subscriber count isn't great, but if it isn't built with that solid foundation of creating and nurturing a relationship from the moment they hit the subscribe button, then it's not going to get you very far. And my list growth has been focused on just that, not chasing the numbers, but chasing the relationships with those people who want to sign up and hear from me and learn from me. So hear me when I debunk your false belief today. Because your email list can work for you even with a small subscriber count, even with 500 or less subscribers. 
Did you hear that? Less than 500 subscribers. This hustle culture that surrounds us leads us to believe that you need a list of 10,000 or more to make any sort of decent living, but I'm your proof right here. Showing up in your speakers or your AirPods at this moment, I'm here to tell you that that is not true. But if you don't start today, if you don't start building a connection with your subscribers, it is going to take longer to start hitting those goals of yours. Now, if your goal is to leave corporate, go full-time with your business, or hit a specific revenue in your business, your email list is the better way. Not spending hours on your next Instagram reel or on TikTok, those things, they're going to come and go. And another fad social thing will be along before we know it. But the one thing that has been a constant since, I don't, I don't know, the 90s, email. Despite the negative Nancy's out there saying email is dead, they make me giggle every time I see their little off-putting comments on Facebook posts. They're probably just mad because their subscribers don't like them. And they probably don't like them because they did not spend the time building a relationship and creating a connection with their subscribers. But you can, and you can start today. Just like my clients that had an email list, it was basically nothing. They've now grown their list to over 8,500 subscribers in 18 months organically. They have no paid ads. And if their emails don't show up on time every Tuesday morning, their subscribers want to know where's the email because they're commenting in their Facebook group or maybe they're sending them Instagram DMs or emailing them direct saying, where's your email? Like, I'm waiting for it. It's my Tuesday delight to see you guys pop in my inbox. And that's because the focus on their email growth was to create emails that their audience loves to read and to build that relationship with them from the moment that they subscribe to be email besties with them. Now, if you want to start building a connection with your email list that paves the way for your business so that you too can leave corporate or go full-time with your business, I have a free resource for you. It's called Connect and Convert, where I walk you through building an engaged email list and increase conversions. You can snag it in the show notes or hit up meganward.com forward slash connect and convert. And while you've got your phone open, assuming you're listening to my voice right now on your mobile device, I want you to do three quick things for me. Give this podcast a follow. If you like this episode, leave it a review, five-star review, obviously, and then go ahead and open up your Instagram app. Come follow me at the Megan Ward. Remember that I spell my name M-A-G-A-N. I would love to hear from you, and I am known to reply back to DMs, sometimes even with a voice message, so make sure you hit me up there, especially if you've got a topic that you want me to cover in an upcoming episode. I will see you on episode two. And until then, may your email list forever be larger than your Instagram following. If you want to start building a connection with your email list that paves the way for your business so that you can leave corporate or maybe go full-time with your business, I have a free resource for you. It's called Connect and Convert, where I walk you through building an engaged email list and increased conversions. You can snag it in the show notes or hit up meganmore.com forward slash connect and convert. 
Thank you so much for listening to the School of Marketing podcast today. If you loved this episode, please leave a five-star review and hit the follow or subscribe button in your favorite podcast app. This will help the show reach even more entrepreneurs like you. And don't forget to check out the show notes for all the details mentioned in today's episode. And a big thanks to Studio Pizza Productions for making this show sound amazing in your AirPods. If you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out the email template shop and join the School of Marketing community on Facebook. And remember, may your email list forever be larger than your social media following.